Hey, I'm Sean, and I'm joined by one of my good friends in Gululego on a podcast we call Popping In. We dive deep into some of the hottest local and international TV shows. We bring you all the latest pop news. And catch up on some of the most exciting and sometimes embarrassing things happening in our lives. Welcome. Welcome. Good, good to, to have you on this journey. journey. Hello. Welcome to episode five of season two of Popping In. My name is Sean. I'm hanging out with my friend Gululego. How's it, friend? What's up? <laughs> I'm good, friend. How are you? I am okay. Um, I'm feeling particularly very tired on this uh, day that we're recording this podcast. Um, Why? But I don't know, friends. Just I'm mentally tired. <laughs> I'm mentally tired. I'm also trying to fit in a lot of my assignments for school um, to get them out of the way. They do only in May, but I want to get them out of the way now so that when May arrives, I'm really done with like assignment number two. So... How many more years until you bag this degree? So is if we count, no. So if we count this one, I've got two more years. If we don't count this one, I've got one more year. Um, oh, so okay. I should be finishing. I should be graduating in 2023. I know it sounds like a, a lifetime, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, that far. It's Time not that flies. far. How are you doing? I am good. I think for once, I'm gonna try not complain about being too tired because mm-hmm. I feel like every time, <laughs> true, every time we record, I think also because we record in the evening, so obviously I mm. will feel tired. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good. I had an awesome Easter weekend. How was yours actually? Before we speak about mine, what did you get up to? Mine was boring. I was literally at home from the Friday up until the Monday. I literally did nothing. Wow. Um, except I went to go see family on Sunday, but that was pretty much it. Like I was super bored. Mm. I didn't know what to do with myself. Why didn't you go to Mampumalanga? Because Mpumalanga is boring, although it's home, but it's <laughs> it's boring. And also I don't have siblings. Vibe. Yeah, also I don't have siblings to look forward to. I don't have um cousins that come visiting me, you know. So you have your mom to look forward to. I know it's just my mom and she goes to work, which is also boring. And my grand. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so you'll be alone most of the time anyway. Yeah, I'll be lo- I'll be alone most of the time anyway. So I might as well just, you know, chill in Joburg. I'll see them soon though, hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hardly Maybe ever go like home. Christmas. <laughs> Maybe like December. <laughs> That's soon. <laughs> Wow, very soon. That's just around the corner. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'll definitely make time to go see them. I think it's it's a trip long overdue. But I saw my granny yeah. in December, so it's not too far. And I speak to my mom every day. In fact, just before recording this, my grand tried calling me, but I couldn't because I had to prep for this. So, but yeah, oh, um, okay. yeah. How are you? How awesome. how is your Easter? You went home. I went home. Yes, on Friday. The plan was to actually go home on Thursday, but yeah. I think because the roads were a bit busy, and you know how everyone is traveling during Easter, so I tried to avoid traveling on the Thursday. Um, so I only went home Friday morning, spent the entire weekend in Glackstop. Um, There wasn't much to do this time because normally I would go out and mm-hmm. I'd be with friends and blah, blah. So I think I only really went out on the 
Jeez, all my days are messed up now because of those two public holidays. But I think it was the Saturday. <laughs> mm-hmm. So on the Saturday, I went out with my sister and a couple of her friends and one of my high school friends. Um, and yeah, we just chilled. And then for the rest of the weekend, it was just me at home bonding with the nieces, the nephews and mm-hmm. my siblings. So it was pretty fun. I mean, I haven't been home since January. I know people think I go home a lot, but I don't. <laughs> So the last time I was home was literally in Jan. I don't count Feb because that was for a funeral and we were going to Eastern Cape. So yeah, this was the one time that we actually got to just chill. But also January is only four months ago. So if you were home in January, it's just like two months. Uh, it's it's no, really not that for bad, me, friend. Uh-uh. I mean, for me. If you think I, I haven't been home long uh, in in a while then that's me because i haven't been home since december that's no, even I more can't. like i think for me even not being home for like a month or two months is too oh, long for me i, I think guess. i'm just i'm just used to going home every now mm. and again i it was a habit i got used to in varsity because in varsity i used to go home literally maybe twice in a month yeah so yeah i still have that habit but mm. um what also happened because i said i did mention we went out on the saturdays so i was with my friend from high school mm-hmm. we've been friends since like primary school as well yeah um so she brings up this post on facebook so <laughs> there was a post that some of my high school friends had posted on facebook somebody saying oh they miss everyone from high school and they'd really love to have a reunion and blah 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 and then they started tagging everyone that they have on their facebook that went to the same high school and they tagged me in it mm-hmm. but i didn't reply <laughs> i didn't like the post i didn't reply so i think it kind of might have come across as rude to them but I just don't feel the need for a high school reunion. First of all, it's only been nine years. So reunions are normally supposed to be like in 10 years time. So we should only be having ours next year. But also still, I feel like I'm still in touch with everyone that I was friends with in high school yeah. that I want in touch with and mm-hmm. I still see them every time I go home. So for me, it's like, I mean, do I really want to hang out with the 40 other people that were with me in matric that aren't really my friends and I only see them on Facebook? Like, mm. is it really necessary? Because I think once you grow up, um, obviously some of you will grow apart, some friendships will end, but you do keep in touch with people yeah. you want to keep in touch with. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like, oh, I'm two ways about it. I don't know if I want to do it would you do yeah it? you know i've also never really understood high school reunions to be honest like what is the purpose mm. is the purpose to gloat to one another to say okay i got this and you don't and it ends up becoming some sort of a competition mm. um that happens right because i think people only do those to see how far ahead they are of each other <laughs> you know it's not genuine catching up like hey sean you know, mm. I haven't seen you in 10 years. It's it's none of that. It's more of, yeah. you know, of catching up. Or oh, what have you done with your life? How many kids do you have? You know, how many cars do you drive? How many mm. houses? Where do you live? You know, so it's, I think mostly married? about that. <laughs> yeah. And I think also, yeah, it becomes even worse for, for kids that really excelled in school and they all of a sudden not doing well because life does not necessarily work out in the way that we want it to, right? So it becomes like True. hard for them because they obviously set a standard in high school, 
um, and then it's a standard that mm. you know hasn't carried through because life happens to everybody. So, and you actually find that the people that yeah. weren't as the bright sparks or the bright colors in the pack are the ones doing better than okay, you. Then wow. you're like, what? What mm. is going on? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't attend one, to be honest. So, yeah, I mean, for me, it's not even really about the gloating friend. I feel like um, if you want to know what Ngululek was up to now, you can just go search Facebook, go check on Instagram. Because to be honest, every now and again, a name would pop up in my mind and I'd be like, actually, I haven't heard from so-and-so in a while. I wonder what they're doing now. I'll just go search them and see what they're doing. But I don't think it's necessary for us to all hang out in one space. I mean, high school happened. It was great. It was amazing, fun times. But yeah, I don't know if it's necessary to sort of go hang out with all those people in one space yet again. Yeah, because another thing is you are not friends with the whole class you know, or the whole grade, for example, if it was Mm. divided by two. Um, So there really isn't, (laughs) like, it's not necessary, you know? Yeah, and I think maybe my mind will change closer to the time because another thing that made me not reply Mm. was the fact that it was still something people are planning. So it was like, oh, so when do you think you'd be available? Oh, maybe December, Uh. maybe... And you see, another thing is we're all busy with our lives. You know, we can't now drop whatever uh, for a high school reunion. Those things happen Mm. in movies, (laughs) not in real life. Yeah. All right. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, let us know how you feel about high school reunions. Are they a thing that you do Mm. and you absolutely appreciate or you think they are just plain rubbish? Um, let us know on our Instagram at <laughs> popping in underscore podcast on Instagram. Friend, last week we reviewed yes. um, Bad Trip, was it? <laughs> yes, the movie Bad Trip on Netflix. <laughs> and one of your friends, one of our good friends, in fact, my friend as well, yes. Fiso sent us a little bit of a voice note telling us exactly uh, what he thought of the movie. I thought it was quite an interesting voice note because... Clearly, mm. he absolutely loved the movie. Like, he completely <laughs> disagreed with us. And I was like, hey, well, <laughs> were we even watching the same movie? But yeah, let's hear what Sviso had to say. I just want to differ with you guys when it comes to to, to this movie, Ibed Trip. Because I think you're right with one part. Um, they, um, they did use Tiffany as a clickbait. Because I saw um, the trailer on, on Instagram on Netflix South Africa's page they were promoting it and um, when I saw her I was like oh okay I'm in immediately so I went to watch so then um, I got there and then in the beginning I was also confused I was like okay but like which one is this one because in the beginning it has all the bells and whistles of a movie it has the opening sequence and everything so I was bracing myself for for a typical movie. And then it started. And then I realized, oh, wait, it's pranks. And then I was also in that space where, okay. So I said, okay, it's pranks. So then I'm expecting them to show different people reacting to different, um, to the same scene to see, you know, those different reactions that people normally do. And that whole reveal to say, oh, it was a prank. I get that. But as I went on watching, I realized that I actually thought it was quite brilliant, um, the whole concept of it, because it then takes 
the traditional movie um, sense blends it with with um, prank shows, typical prank shows that we, we normally see. So um, people have done movies before where it's just pranks, but there it's literally just a collection of pranks and then they put it together or something similar to, uh, I don't know if you remember Jack S, though it wasn't pranks, but it, it's something similar. And they, you know, they show us all the behind the scenes and everything. So with this one, I think it was really great that they brought the two together. And I think it re- it worked really well because as opposed to some script writer um, writing how people should react to specific scenarios, you actually get genuine reaction from people. And then to then collate all of that into a movie with a storyline, I think that must have been difficult to do, first of all. Um, hence, I give them props for even trying the concept. And I think it's the first of its kind. And I think it was absolutely hilarious. And I think it was, you know, it worked. It really worked. And they put it together quite well. So, yeah, all in all, I think I'll give it um, I'll give it three and a half towards four stars out of five stars um yeah i think it was a great concept all right what an interesting voice note friend like he absolutely (laughs) enjoyed this movie and kenny you know for him he believes that you know it's different because they merged the two genres Mm. the prank genre and the movie genre together and it worked for him right so yeah if you have any uh, opinion about bad trip uh, like we do please let us know on Instagram at poppinin underscore podcast. You can actually drop us a voice note. Be like Sfiso up on our yes. DMs on Instagram at poppinin underscore podcast. But friend, what are we checking out this week? Yes. So this week we got to check out a local movie that's currently showing on Showmax. It's called One Night Guam Colisi. Let's check out the trailer. <laughs>
All right, and that is the movie One Night Guam Kolisi, currently showing on Showmax. We got a chance to check it out this past week. Um, before I get into how I felt about it, Sean, um, maybe you should start things off and tell me how did you feel about this movie? Friend, I made a couple of notes here uh, in my notebook, as I do with every mm-hmm. other movie that we review. Um, first of all, it's fantastic that it's a local production. Um, it stars Sisanda Hena. Mkolisi. He plays Mkolisi. Sisanda Hena, Hena also directed this, this, this movie. Uh, Mutlatsi mm-hmm. Mufache plays Trevor. Linda Mtoba plays Lerato. There's also Fulu Mugovani. Um, I don't know if you remember her from Seriously Single. She is such a yes. darling. There is no wrong that she could do in my eyes, friend, to be honest. <laughs> she is such a darling. And then her. there is your favorite Kosa guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. how did you how did you know he was my favorite <laughs> um, because you've always spoken about him you like his acting you like him it's just you know I like his acting yeah. amazing beautiful <laughs> gowns beautiful talent <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah alright so the cast is really amazing I must say and for somebody who hasn't watched the movie what yeah. basically happens in it is that the title literally explains the movie yeah. it's one night Guam Kolisi. So Mkolisi and his varsity friends all decide to meet up for the launch of his restaurant that he's opening yes. in Marvel. Um, and it's called MXO on Foth. And everyone comes together. The movie is basically set in one night, all at the same place. And obviously, yeah. there's a lot of drama that then happens and unfolds between all of them. Um, I don't know, to be honest. Um, I, I watched this movie with a very excited you know um, yeah. mood and i really wanted the movie to go well because we've been doing so many bad reviews lately <laughs> that i was really yeah. hoping it's going to be an amazing movie um but it wasn't completely bad i'll give it that mm. i think for me i did not pick up that it was going to be a movie set in one night when i was watching it because those oh. really for me make me tired yeah it's like there's a there's i think another movie that came out last year similar on netflix it's Mm -hmm. black and white i forgot the name of the movie um with zendaya but i tried it was also a similar thing set in one night all in the same apartment and for me i don't know when i'm watching a movie it's two hours of my time don't make it feel like two hours because if i'm watching everything in one night it literally feels like it's two hours of my time whereas if a lot was happening maybe we saw Mkolisi's house or we saw them in varsity or anything of that sort um it would have perhaps been a bit of a better movie for me um but generally great cast um but yeah mm. I don't know I'm not gonna say it's a bad movie but I just don't know if it was my thing you know what I liked about the movie is that um, it takes you through the plot of the movie quite nicely without losing the context of what the movie is about, right? The fact that you mentioned that it's set in one night, you know, restaurant vibes, etc. Yeah. And I think the comedy was also quite a great addition. I think, um, you know, they brought it really well and infused with real South African issues like crime, you know, race relations. There was ethnic diversity as well. Uh, but what I didn't mm. enjoy about this movie is that it lacked, the pacing was off for me. 
right? Yeah. The pacing was a bit off. It was a bit slow. The drama was not there. I expected it to be one night filled with drama, like literally from the beginning yes. till the end. And the music sets it up so well, like something like incredible is going to happen and then nothing happens. So it, fall, it fell very flat. Um, I felt like um, there was just wasted potential generally. Uh, throughout the movie though yeah so i also think um for even for me like when i watched the trailer i didn't even think twice when you suggested the movie i was like okay the first thing i normally do is see the trailer and i was like oh this looks good it's funny it's familiar faces i love sisanda henna i love fulu and everyone in the movie so i was like okay this should be good um but when i watched it just really felt a bit slow like in the beginning it looked like okay great there's drama that's gonna happen there's gonna be comedy um but for me it just felt like Mm. everything was dragging on too long which takes me back to it being set in one night which is why i think if there was more happening in the movie maybe that would have made me you know sit on the edge of my Mm. seat the whole time and there would have been you know some drama to look forward to and i wasn't gonna feel like i'm literally falling asleep um but yeah i loved the talent that was on it um i think that's probably just about it that's all i really loved about it um yeah there isn't much to say like you really you have to see the movie for yourself to kind of understand where we're coming from um but we love local productions and we love that this one was one but what i also think was great friend was the production was actually quite high quality it looked like it deserved to be on showmax friend i mean we know these actors we've seen them on our screens i mean lindam toba we've seen susanda we've seen yaniso uh we've also seen um donovan goliath etc but yeah the acting wasn't bad at all that I can give to them. Right. They brought it mm-hmm. as, as seasoned actors in the industry, but the chemistry between these so-called friends, because they are all friends um, hanging out at, at Guam Colisi, was questionable mm-hmm. at some point. I questioned whether they actually know and knew one another because the only connection between them that made me think, Oh, okay, maybe they know one another was when that picture of them in the olden days got sent to the whatsapp yes. group that's yeah, it yeah you know that was it hmm. that's true but also you mentioned the actors were quite great i mean Nyani Sotete, i mean sisanda everyone who's amazing was in the movie but who would you say was your favorite character from the movie i'm gonna be a little bit biased because i absolutely love funi oh, funi played by fulu <laughs> <laughs> i love her there's I just something about that. that girl that just you know so i really enjoy in every single thing that she she puts herself in i mean even when i see her on a television commercial i'm like gushing over her because i love her that much so yeah. and another thing that stood out for me that she did in this movie that i felt like she could have done in seriously single as well is the mm. speaking of venda i thought that was pretty yes. cool do you remember i mentioned that i was like i would have loved to see her speak a lot more mm. venda and she yes. actually did this time around and i was pleasantly surprised and that's why i gravitated towards her a lot more 
What about you? Yeah, I think my favorite would definitely be Linda Mdoba. I ah. think she is an amazing actress. I think it was really the first time I've seen her outside of the character that she played on Isibaya. So it was really like refreshing to see her playing something different. Um, I think also Sisanda Hena was also quite refreshing to watch because we also have not seen him in like productions in a lot of in a long time. I think mm. he's mostly been focusing on the directing and being a filmmaker mm -hmm. so seeing him in action as an actor again for me was quite exciting so it would definitely be a tie between Sisanda and Linda for me. Friend mm. let's get into our ratings how would you rate this movie? Uh, okay so I'm gonna try be a little bit more lenient ah. with my ratings. Ah. <laughs> ah. What? I mean what? Gonna... Okay let's, let's listen no, to it's... this. I'm gonna compare yes. this to bad trip if you give it higher than bad trip <laughs> then there's something wrong with you i'm definitely giving it higher than bad trip <gasps> i am giving this movie a three out of five and i can explain why i'm giving it a three out of five because one it's a local movie two the acting was brilliant what okay. about you <laughs> i would give it a two and a quarter so a fail not even two and a half yeah no i'm giving it a pass. two and a quarter <laughs> and i'll tell you why friend i feel like for me i felt very let down by the climax and i keep saying this because it's very important right um mm. i felt very let down by the climax uh what else oh and i also wanted to mention the fact that you remember the boys in the band that we did last year yes it also yes, has that yes. similar one location shot type of mm -hmm. vibe right but for me yes. here it felt like in this film they used that one location as a way to just lower the budget there wasn't really anything interesting about <laughs> being at, at Mkolis's place like let's be honest right let's I mean, just be honest not really i mean also do you want to tell me the boys in the band was also just cutting budget by no it no 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 set? no not with that movie the boys in the band was far more high budget than this one the reason why i'm saying obviously. this is because yeah, obviously because it's an international production <laughs> obviously and exactly. it's netflix budget obviously but Yes. I, for this one you could tell deliberately that's what they wanted to do for some reason because i feel like the storyline could have existed even outside of guamcolisi to be honest i just it, feel like that's the concept they saw and they loved the setting of a movie done in one night and to be honest i don't think it's been done in south africa before so they wanted mm -hmm. to do something different i think apart from budget i mean the fact that they've got these all-star characters it means they must have had quite a budget because they had to pay everyone abo donovan abo yeah um sisanda and everyone who's in the movie so i think the budget was there yeah. i just think maybe the concept was not carried out the way they hoped been. it would yeah. yes um, so I mean, they could they could have improved here and there, but I think yeah. in terms of the budget and everything else, I think it was good. Um, and I get mm. what they were trying to do with the movies, so I think that's why I'm sort of a bit lenient with it because I'm like, um, yeah, if this movie was produced anywhere else, we wouldn't really have that much hate for it. All right, so I'm mean. giving it a two and a two and a quarter, and you are giving it a three. <laughs> 
I am giving it a three out of five. But if you disagree with us, like Safiso did with Bad Trip, <laughs> you're more than welcome to go and hop on to our Instagram. You can even send us, you know, how you can send voice notes in the DMs. You can do that. We are at popping in underscore podcast, or you can just comment on our post and tell us what you felt about this movie. And we will be checking out some of your comments in our episode next week. Oh, yes. So One Night is currently streaming on Showmax, directed by the wonderful Susanda, Susanda Hena. All right, let's get into our favorite part of the podcast once again. You know, all of it is our favorite part, but we also really <laughs> love this because we get to play a bit of a, a newsy, pop newsy kind of a, you know, kind of a, a vibe yes. there. Uh, let's get into your love pop news. <laughs> Starting things off with news that are not really so exciting in our pop news this week. Now, corruption in South Africa is so rife that even the news of a medical doctor who is also an award-winning, God-fearing gospel singer being involved in a 1.5 million rands fraud scandal does not make anyone flinch. Dr. Dumi and his wife handed themselves over at the Hawks offices in Johannesburg, accompanied by their lawyer, and he has since broken the silence on Twitter, and this is what he had to say. He said, as per legal advice, kindly note that we won't be commenting on the current media reports as the matter is currently before the courts. Now, in case you missed this scandal, let me fill you in on what happened. <clears throat> so what happened was... In a media statement, Hawks spokesperson Captain Dibuwa Mulamu confirmed that indeed the couple did get arrested, saying they received 760,000 rands from the 1.5 million rands of funds. Dr. Dumi and his wife handed themselves in at the Hawks offices in the presence of their lawyers on Tuesday. They were then released on 3,000 rands bail. According to the Hawks, the couple, along with other two suspects, allegedly submitted altered grant application documents to the National Lotteries Board for approval of funds on projects back in 2018. Yo, claps once. The Dr. Talon. And finally, a Kanye West documentary that has been 21 years in the making has reportedly been bought by Netflix for a whopping, wait for it, 435 million rand. Oh yes, sources say the streaming service has acquired the yet-to-be-titled project. And what will be in it, you may wonder, while the series will reportedly address the death of Kanye's mother, the impact that he has had in popular culture, and just generally how he became one of the world's most richest hip-hop artists. I'm such a fan, I absolutely cannot wait, and hopefully we'll get to review it right here on Popping In. Thank you for popping in with us on Wait For It, popping in. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on the social media streets as well on Instagram and Twitter. It's at popping in underscore podcast. Remember to catch our next episode next week, Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, say bye, Sean. Bye, Sean. <laughs>